I'm a 35-year-old man, and I was going through menopause. It was disgusting. So all the female listeners out there, like, I feel your pain. Okay, and welcome back to a, another episode of Begotten Beauty, where we talk about exalt, exalting the mind, spirit, and body. Sarah is actually a little under the weather at the moment. She has got the COVID. This will be the second time around for her. Uh, we did an at-home test and came out positive. She's fine. She's just a little tired. Headache, slight fever. And uh, we figured it's best for her to just stay and rest. We actually had a goal to do one of these podcasts every Monday since it's Monday. And she's not there to put one out. I'm here to go ahead and give it a go so on her notes of things she wanted to talk about were hormones now you know okay hormones go the same for man and woman and i'm thinking i could probably jump on this one and and talk about the benefits of having hormones and the not so good well, I don't think there are any negative effects of hormones, but I have had experiences with lack of hormones and uh, lack of testosterone as a man, and it's uh, debilitating. It, what you think you feel as a normal human, normal human being is actually a lot of it is just fluids in the brain that push motivation and concentration and certain tasks at ease and if you have low hormones less testo- less testosterone or less estrogen you feel like crap uh things i do though to actually help with uh testosterone would be vitamin b12 vitamin d and of course lots of sleep sleep's one of the most important things i would imagine for uh testosterone uh, i've actually what is it a year ago now i had testicular cancer and i felt the whole hot cold flashes and i mean it was like i'm a 35 year old man and i was going through menopause it was disgusting so all the female listeners out there like i feel your pain uh hot cold sweats uh being really irritable, like super pissed off sometimes, and then a super emotional, emotional damage. Um, and, you know, yeah, come to find that everything that I was experiencing stemmed from this uh, this cancer that I had, and my, my testicle was like working, overworking, underworking, overworking, and then it like would stop so then the other one had to overproduce to catch up so i was like constantly going through these uh like way too much too much tea and then not enough tea way too much and it was just like it sucked that thing sucked uh um i don't think that's something a lot of guys ever have to experience i think we get older and we just kind of peter out slowly and then Next thing you know, we're an old man taking uh, Viagra or whatever. And but like with women, they it seems like it kind of gets cut off for them a little bit quicker, uh, like with menopause and stuff. And like, well, and with Sarah, she's she's had her endometriosis, and that's definitely made uh, all of her like 
estrogen and like health problems with uh, hormones like a lot different too. I, I think I think the doctor said she's basically going through menopause. Um, she's she's experiencing what a forty some year old woman should experience at the age of like thirty two when she had her her uh, surgery for the endometriosis. They you know they got in there and they had to take a bunch of stuff out and I think she can go into more detail about that but uh she's gone through hell and i i got to go through hell kind of too there when i had my testicular problem um i'm okay for anyone that wants to know i'm just one less nut kind of guy i don't have two i've got one and it's not that big of a deal uh kind of weird sometimes like I know when it first happened, I thought, dude, this is strange because I could feel that there was like one less ball in between my leg and it was like a psychological effect. I felt like it just it was, it was weird. It was really weird. Um, yeah, and that's like a kind of a reminder, you know, and every day think about it. Like, dude, you could have died. A lot of people have died. So don't be a dipshit. Don't waste it. Don't waste this one because don't waste this life. I mean, not one, this nut. I mean, one life. Just don't waste it. Be happy. Be thankful and do what we can, you know, to push. Um, life gets hard. Life pushes you back and you got to get back up. That's one thing, you know, I've, what if I've learned anything by now is life will kick your effing ass. It does not give a shit what you want. And there's nothing you can do about it. Life does not give a shit what you want out of it. It doesn't. As much as you think you have control over your life and what happens, you don't. You can eat good, go to sleep good. Be good. But that doesn't change the inevitable thing that could happen around the corner. Okay, I used to, like, uh, I'd, I'd uh, get up in the morning at 4 o'clock every day. I still do, not as hard, but I, for a while, I, I'd get up at 4, and I would read for 15 minutes, and then I would give myself some time of meditation, where I just kind of sit and just get my thoughts together. Uh, and then I would drive to work. So I'd give myself like an hour of time. And then I would drive to work for an hour. And like in that hour time, I would listen to an audiobook. Uh, some great audiobooks. I'll throw them out right now. Are Think and Grow Rich. Um, Rules for a Night. As a Man Thinketh. Uh, to name three real quick off the bat, check them out. But yeah, I would listen to these books as I drove to work for an hour, an hour commute. Then I'd be at the job. I'd work for 12 hours. Then I'd come home. On the way home, I'd listen to an audiobook, And I'd hit the gym for about 45 minutes. And I guess what I'm getting at is I had this routine. I did it all every day. I mean, I worked 14 days. I'd work 14 days on, then I'd have seven days off. So I mean, on those 14 days, I was on that schedule. On my days off, I kind of stayed on the same one. But, I mean, it was a for sure bam, 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 bam. Day after day for two weeks straight, I was doing this. And um, little did I know, while I was still, while I was doing all this stuff and I was being healthy, eating good, not going out to eat, packing my lunch, 
taking multivitamins, uh, sleeping good, hitting the gym, meditation. I had this cancer that was brewing in my body. And that was something when I had found out that I had cancer, I thought, dude, I've been doing this shit this whole time, thinking I had control over my health, and I never did. I never freaking did. And it like did something for a while where I just did not seem to give a crap um, if I worked out, if I didn't work out. I just, I like lost the point. Like, what's the point of it? Because I still ended up with cancer and I still ended up getting sick. And, uh, you know, I, it was hard for me to find, like fully realize that I have zero control of my life. I can, I have control over my outcome of my, like my mental outcome, how I perceive things. But as far as like my health goes, yeah, I can kind of, well, obviously don't eat junk foods going to really help a lot, but bad things happen completely out of the blue. And that was... I guess I had always thought if I just did the right thing, took vitamin C all the time, took my multivitamin, took only the good and the bestest vitamins that I could find, top shelf, non-GMO, non-blah-blah-blah, I was going to have everything figured out, and I'd live forever. Uh, and then that like that came on. I was like, wow, okay, I guess I have no clue what the hell is going on. So, yeah, that was just something I... You know, I had to, I wanted to get off my chest. Like, health and beauty and awareness is all very important. But at the end of the day, you got to look at it as, am I bettering myself today? Don't give a shit because if you're not, if you're doing it to be better, if you're trying to be better today for a more efficient tomorrow, uh, you're losing sight of who you are in that moment. So you need to just, like I find with me, like, dude, if you want to go to the gym, know, know that the gym's going to make you feel better today. And if you feel better today, you're more willing to do whatever you need to tomorrow. But don't go to the gym today thinking that's going to uh, make you better in the future because the future is so like uncertain. You don't have, we don't have a clue what could happen. And uh, like once I change that outlook. I got. I was able to get myself back, and not, I guess, get out of that self-pity, self-wallowing kind of thing where I, I expected, um, you know, more bad things to happen because I'm just blah blah blah. And I, like once I snapped out of it, like, dude, you know, I looked at myself in the mirror and I thought, shit's not that bad. It really is not that bad. Okay, yeah, you got one less nut, or. Um, you know, a little bit of freaking medical bills, but who gives a shit? Because guess what? There's a kid that's probably five years old that's going through chemo, that's been hitting chemo time and time again for a, a year, and he still doesn't have hope. Or the, he's not getting hope from the doctor. He has hope, but the doctor's like, oh, yeah, we'll see what's going to happen. You know, this. And it's like, dude, I got, I got a clean slate of health. And I, so I got nothing to bitch about. And it's a pretty cool. Now that I've got this reminder, uh, I told him I didn't want a prosthetic nut. I wanted just one. I didn't want another plastic thing that was not going to do my body any good, a foreign object. So I just went with the one. And uh, it's a reminder now that, hey, dude, you lost one nut. Don't be 
giving up the other for being a dumb nut. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's my story. And that's how I can understand. And I can relate to Sarah's like hormones. Again, she wanted to talk about hormones on this podcast for this episode. And I can honestly, um, say that I've experienced what most men, I don't think should have to experience with hormones, like fluctuation and, um, Guys don't do well. Girls can handle it pretty well, but I don't think guys really do so hot. I mean, I was down for like a month and a half. It just, everything just seemed hard to do. It was so hard to be motivated. It was tough to get up and go to work. Like, it was just, everything just sucked. It sucked so bad. Um, and I, so what happens, I guess, so people understand, like, you know, you got, for guys, you got one testicle, you got two, and like, they both operate in unison of each other. So like they're basically two organs for backup. Same with like your kidneys. You can live with one kidney. You can live with one lung. Uh, testicles are the same way. Like um, they're basically just once there for backup. And so like when I had the one removed from the, the cancer, the cancerous one, when I, when I had that one removed, the other one was like, oh God, I got to kick it into gear. So there was like a huge influx of like hormones testosterone for like two weeks and then like I was felt super ready to go all the time like way energetic and then it like stopped and then it kind of like drops back down to even levels like normal even levels for my age and um I was good like done deal uh and the doctor told me like that's probably what's going to happen you're your levels shouldn't be much different, maybe a little tiny bit lower than what they used to be, but like, they're going to be okay. So, uh, and that's, so that's a huge thing. I mean, a lot of people have just one, a lot of guys have one testicle and it's not just because you got one doesn't mean you're, uh, like less, you got less T. I mean, really it's not, not going to make a big, big difference. I don't notice a huge difference, uh, from how I felt when I was like, you know, whatever, 28, like I'm 36 now. I'm sure a little bit, something like na- natural stuff's going to be having its cause on my, okay. And Sarah just got back into the room. How you doing, hon? Okay. She's okay. She has, she has the COVID. You feeling any better? Mm-hmm. She's feel worse. You look better though. So she's not sleeping. She been having problems sleeping, and then she was diagnosed with bipolar one. We thought a lot of it was driven from the sleep acne and uh, sleep somnia. Yeah, and now she's just like getting back into the not being able to sleep. But there's so many, I guess, levels to this now because she has COVID with a headache and a fever and usually it is hard to sleep with a fever and a headache and blah 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 blah. so maybe it's not just like the manic thing that's happening i don't know uh but she seems better she's doing good she's uh getting around the best she can and i that's like the main reason why i'm on the podcast today just because she's sick and we want to stick to the routine of doing one every monday and so i figured i'd just get on here and spit some stuff out so she's She's undergone a lot of stuff, and again, this 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 week's pod podcast was was supposed to be about hormones. And since I kind of experienced what I have 
with the hormone thing i figured i could maybe put in a little bit of info on that so i mean guys what it all boils down to is what kind of chemicals we have in our brain men and women like bottom line it's a hundred percent if you feel really good guess what it's because you got serotonin that's it that's all it is you feel as super energetic as a guy well it's probably because you got some testosterone too dude women you feel sexy and happy and giddy whatever it's the estrogen you know what i mean like you can be the best dude in the freaking world but if you got low serotonin, you're going to hate your life. Sarah's going through that right now. Not right now, but she was like a week ago. Still kind of, yeah. yeah. Back and forth. She could, whatever it is that she's doing could be the best thing in her entire life. But because she has this low serotonin due to the manic or the, the bipolar one disease, uh, it's going to make her feel like crap. It's amazing. We're just a bunch of muscled up morons that wander about on this planet with these chemicals like telling us how we're supposed to feel. I guess the important thing to take from all of this is have an even amount of chemicals not too much serotonin, because if you got too much, like what had happened to Sarah, she thought she was uh, Princess Diana. She thought she was going to fly off with Elon Musk to Mars. Too much is synthetic realization of the world you live in. Not enough. Nothing's ever good enough. So, I guess sleep... Sleep as best you can. Sarah, I know you're having a hard time with that. Get over this cold. Hopefully you can get back on a good sleep schedule. Hormones. Level up your hormones. Did I mention vitamin B? I think I did in the beginning. Uh, vitamin D and vitamin B seem to help a ton. Okay. Um, for me. And I think Sarah says she, she does pretty good when she takes that vitamin B12. Um it helps keep her mood it's like stabilized so and uh i don't know if there's anything against like too much sex but i think there's a big something to say about masturbation i think i think it's like the instant gratification you get versus like having sex it takes work sweat and stuff so maybe maybe if we don't masturbate too much you can have an even even flood of testosterone people say it makes them feel better when they masturbate but i'm gonna go ahead and bring up a book i read a while back uh called uh think and grow rich by god who's the author of rich think and grow rich napoleon hill it's an old book written like probably 100 years ago and he talks about the uh the benefits of savoring the sex drive like how important that is to be successful because that urge to have sex has to be equally 
or the urge to have a successful business has to be equally or greater than the urge to have sex. Well, guess what? Sex just so happens to be the most strongest urge we have as species. Let me think about it. It has to be. It has to be. Who in the who in their right mind would want to have sex in the middle of the woods with no doctors to bear the risk of having a baby, to birth a baby, to go through all that bullshit, um, the pain and all that crap? Like sex is the number one driving factor of why you'd end up having kids, obviously. So, uh, yeah, in the book he talks about do not overindulge in sex, and. Uh, this reminds me of the athlete. I think it was Mike Tyson would not have sex for months. Or maybe it could have been Muhammad Ali. I'm pretty sure it was Mike Tyson. It was one of the two dudes. Like they'd kick their girlfriend, wife, whoever out of the house and they'd like not indulge in any sex or nothing because they knew that they had to like save that fucking drive. Sorry, but they had to save that drive to not do anything uh, until the fight was over. They knew. They knew. So, um, that's just something to think about. I'm sure if you, like, masturbation's got to be something that just doesn't do the body any good because you just, like, spit that stuff out into a, into a sock and you're, you know, you... First off, it's instant gratification. There's zero effort that goes into it. And I think that's like another big thing. Like you're supposed to sweat and really put in some effort to finish off the task as species. It's like only the strong can mate. So there's really no effort into like masturbation. So maybe that's why it like does something to the brain. Actually, I'm pretty damn sure that it does do something to the brain. It weakens the... uh, whatever it is that gives us willpower so and then I'm, I'm sure like just overdoing in sex is gonna weaken your our hormones too so that's gonna affect a lot of stuff too so uh, i just thought i'd end up end on this podcast with a little extra tidbit of information i hope you guys gathered as best as much as anything you can out of this so that i can spill on the table pick up the pieces and put it together the best you can uh Thank you for kicking in, showing up, and kicking it with us today. I'm going to go ahead and cut this one off, and see you next week.